You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. If this is your first time listening in, I am your host, Isaac Watson. And guess what, y'all? I know I said it last week, but I'm going to say it again. We have reached over 10,000 downloads uh, here at Church Talk with Isaac. Let me tell you, um, within the short time that we've been on, uh, the year or so that we've been on this particular platform, so far we have reached around 35 states in the United States and over 37 countries around the world and counting. People are downloading, people are listening, people are subscribing, uh, and I'm just so grateful just for uh, all of the support, and I'm glad, honestly, that you all are getting something from this platform, uh, and uh, hopefully you all continue to share, you continue to to let people know about this particular platform, and uh, hopefully they're blessed just like you've been blessed through it. Let me do something really quickly. I want to read one of our... Um, I want to read one of our reviews and then I'll get right into the topic. All right. This review is from, I believe this says my closet. Uh, and this is actually somebody that was, is a, was a, when I was on Periscope, I used to be on Periscope, uh, uh, almost about three days a week. I was on Periscope and I would, I would do videos and this is from, I believe this is Kelly from Periscope. And she said, I'm grateful to Abba to have come across my brother in the Lord on Periscope. Listen, my spirit would leap every time I received the notification from him. I knew that Abba was about to use him to set fires. Good ones, that is. This is a platform that you will be stretched. You will grow and you will desire Abba that much more because of the truth that flows through this pure conduit. If you desire the more, more is what you will receive when you listen to the heart of Abba through him. God bless you, Apostle Watson and your family. Thank you so much for that, Kelly. I do appreciate um, your support just over the years. I support, um, excuse me, I thank you for uh, you actually writing a review and also listening in to Church Talk with Isaac. Uh, it means the world to me. So God bless you. All right, guys, do me a favor. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if you can, stop doing whatever you're doing and take a moment and rate Church Talk with Isaac. If you're listening in through Apple Podcasts, I want you to rate it. There should be five stars that you can rate this platform and it makes this platform more visible so that more people, more countries, more states, more individuals can tune in to these teachings, to these conversations and uh, hopefully they're able to receive from it as well. And also, if you can, I would like you to write a review, share some words. Let me know how this platform has helped you, have uh, uh, have blessed you, uh, has given you perspective or insight or challenged you. It doesn't have to be long, but uh, I actually like to read them. And it also helps other people who finds this platform. It helps them to know and to understand what to expect from it as well. So take a moment and do that for me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, you can pause it, then unpause it uh, as I continue on. Listen, I want to get into this topic today. I believe that this conversation, I actually began it last week. And hopefully this conversation uh, from last week was one in which uh, help to give you revelation and understanding of the ministry gift of the apostle. 
Uh, I did an episode. I encourage you go back and listen to it entitled What is an Apostle? And what I'm going to do today is I'm actually going to pick up on a part two of that, because honestly, I got I got a little stirred last week. And I mean, there's so much on this ministry gift that can be released. And uh, to be quite honest, uh, words like apostle and apostolic, they're thrown around so much in certain circles. Uh, uh, but very rarely do you hear explanation, insight, revelation on what these gifts or what these administrations actually look like, what it looks like to be apostolic or what it looks like to be an apostle. What is an apostle? Who is an apostle? What does that mean in a practical sense? What does that mean in relationship to the church? So I opened up this conversation last week and I want to continue on with it today. So listen, I believe that an apostle uh, from my definition is God's official enculturator. They are the colonizers of the kingdom of heaven. They are called to expand the mission, to expand the vision of God beyond the four walls of the church. So let's talk about what an apostle is really quickly. All right. Because one of the things if we are to understand this particular gift, you have to understand that this term apostle was not one that was originated by Jesus. All right. I know we use apostle in a religious sense in a church setting. However, when Jesus was using that word and he was he was referring to the 12 men initially that he appointed as apostles, that term was actually a political term. That term was a term that spoke of secular kingdoms uh, in that day. Uh, for example, Rome had apostles. Uh, uh, the Roman empire actually had apostles and this is what they did. All right. Apostles, whenever there was a war or wherever there was a sense of, of a, a colonization taking place in a, in a nation, in a country within a kingdom, uh, let's say uh, the Roman empire, they would go and they would conquer a particular territory, whether these people are civilized or not, they would go, they would, they would win the war they would collect the spoils, but then what they would do is instead of bringing the people from that conquered land back to, to Rome, they would actually go, they would, they would set down their flag, they would consider that new territory, Rome, this is now the Roman Empire, they would send men who they called apostles, comes from the Greek word apostolos, they would send men that they called apostles to that land to literally, listen, they would literally teach that uncolonized culture that that conquered people, the language, the arts, the sciences, the history, how to dress the music, how to how to act, how to conduct yourself. They would they would teach them the culture of Rome. So now these individuals who have been now conquered and brought into the Roman province or the Roman uh, Empire or have been now deemed the Roman Empire, they would take Rome to them. So now, regardless of what their their culture was before, they are now uh, in, enculturated or colonized. So now the Roman culture has become their culture. So this is one of the greatest ways 
Uh, this is how the Roman Empire became one of the greatest nations of all time. They became the world power of that time because they did not try to cram everyone into Rome. They literally expanded Rome, the Roman Empire, the Roman province. So now Rome is spreading throughout Africa, is spreading throughout uh, um, 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 throughout the Middle East, is spreading throughout certain parts of 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 uh, of the of Britain and the British colony it started to spread out so now rome became expansive so what jesus did was he actually adopted this similar model and he came and he said look what i'm gonna do you've heard of apostles because you are actually the romans in jerusalem they were influenced by the excuse me the jews in jerusalem they were influenced by rome they were influenced by the roman empire they were influenced by greek culture so jesus actually came hear me and he was not speaking a foreign language to them he was speaking a language that the jews understand he was speaking a language that the people in that time in first century uh, um, jerusalem a language that they understood so jesus came and he practically said this you all are familiar with secular apostles what i'm doing is i'm gonna i'm gonna call these 12 men and i'm gonna make them my apostles i'm gonna set up my ecclesia which is the word where we get the word church from which actually also is a secular term that Jesus recycled where the ecclesia was the legislative body that was selected. It was a selected group of men who actually made decisions on behalf of the entire country, the entire nation, the entire uh, kingdom um, that they were a part of. So Jesus said this, I'm going to establish my ecclesia. I'm going to raise up my apostles and we are going to enculturate and colonize the kingdom of God throughout the region, um, throughout this region. And then we're going to spread it to Judea, Sumeria, and then the uttermost parts of the world. I hope this is, I hope y'all are catching this y'all because it was very, very brilliant. Um, the way that Jesus established this, how he set it up, the time that he set it up was absolutely brilliant. It was perfect because the model was already there for it to get done. So when we're dealing with the apostolic, it's not intended to make people religious to where there's no expansion. The church is only influencing the church. No, that's not the model. The model is for the kingdom of God to actually become expansive through the apostolic model. All right. So this was one of the paradigms that was established. One of the reasons why um, Jesus established apostles at a foundational level, because the, if the church is not foundationally apostolic, the church will not be foundationally expansive. All right. There'll be no growth. There'll be no expansion. There'll be no influence. And the fact of the matter is this apostles are called to be foundation layers. Paul said this. He said, I lay the foundation and another man builds on top of it. But let him take heed of how he builds because there should be no other foundation that is laid other than the foundation that I lay, which is Christ. I lay the foundation and another man builds on top of it. Apostles are foundation layers. In other words, the foundation of the church is primarily apostolic and prophetic this is what that means apostolic when we talk about the foundation being apostolic I, what i'm saying is that is that the church's foundation 
releases grace to be influencers. When you have an apostolic foundation, that foundation creates a culture um, where a people understand that their responsibility is just not to be religious and be good churchgoers and just pay their tithes and just shout real good and listen to good music and go home and nothing about you or nothing around you changes. When you say you're apostolic, you're literally saying that I am I am I am a part of a culture where I believe that the grace that's released in my life is a grace that causes me to be an influencer in the spheres that I've been called to impact or to influence. I'm not releasing my own nature. I'm not influencing from my own paradigm. I'm not influencing from my own ideas or my own precepts or concepts. The influence that I'm influencing from is not my own nature, but it's the nature of Christ. Ephesians chapter one, verses 23 says that the church is his body, the fullness of him who feels all in all. Listen, this is the apostolic mission uh, um, that we actually find that's released and that's spoken by the apostle Paul. It's through the apostolic foundation, through an apostolic foundation, which causes the church to have the paradigm, uh, um, the mission to feel all in all. It's the apostolic foundation that expands the mission of God in a region and in a people. Otherwise, the church will just be infatuated <laughs> with influencing the church. Without an apostolic foundation, hear me, y'all. Without an apostolic foundation, pastors will pastor, teachers will teach, prophets will prophesy. Come on. Evangelists will evangelize, but the kingdom will not advance. The kingdom will not expand. What do you mean, Isaac? Pastors will pastor. People will come to church to get pastored. They'll come to church so that the pastor can counsel them, can 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 make them feel better about whatever's going on in their life. They can feed them. Teachers can teach. They can feed them. They can disciple them. Uh, they can they can they can they can teach them. They can give them doctrine. They can give them a uh, 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 good stories, biblical stories. Evangelists can evangelize. They can go out into the streets. But ultimately, what's going to happen is that they're just going to bring the people back into the church and there'll be no real vision or mission to expand beyond the church. Come on. Prophets will prophesy. They'll become the main attraction within a local assembly or uh, just within the church in general, because when there is no apostolic paradigm, even the prophets hear me, the prophets themselves, they're going to prophesy. They're going to cause people to rely solely on them prophesying. But when you have an apostolic foundation, the role of the prophets change from becoming the main attraction um, to being the ones who are called to teach people how to hear the voice of God for themselves. Therefore, when they go out into the world, they are they are they're not just saying, hey, come back to my church. No, they're actually becoming the church. They're manifesting the church. They're influencing the culture that they're called to by the by the by the culture and with the culture that they've been called from the kingdom of God, the uh, uh, the culture of heaven, the culture of the kingdom, the new covenant culture. They're influencing their world with the world of Christ. So powerful. Without an apostolic paradigm and an apostolic foundation, that will not be the case. That will not get done. And Jesus intentionally developed the church the way that he did by establishing apostles first in foundation, 
first in priority because that is the only way that a church will experience expansion. Now, this is what I want to bring clarity to. Every pastor or every church leader will not be an apostle. Let me make this clear. Every church leader, every church planter, every senior leader will not be an apostle. And let me say this. You do not have to be an apostle in order to be a senior leader or a church planter. Hear me. Teachers can plant churches. Pastors can plant churches. Prophets, evangelists can plant churches. Elders can or or a team, even a team of elders can plant a work. What makes it apostolic is not the fact that an apostle is leading it. What makes it apostolic is the fact that 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 the people, the church, the leaders are influenced by an apostle or or apostles and or that church understands what it means to to have an apostolic foundation and they build according to that grace. I don't believe that every church will have apostles or an apostle in it per se that's stationary in that church. But I do believe that every church should be influenced by apostles. They should relate to some degree to an apostle or a team of apostles or be in covenant to some degree um, to apostles, to those who actually have the grace of apostleship and they walk in that grace. They they are the embodiment of that grace. So this is something you all that I believe as we gain greater revelation and understanding of it helps to expand our capacity uh, within the church to where we to, to where our church vision is just not um, stifled at the at the local church level. But where the church vision, the local church vision expands beyond the local church and it begins to touch um, um, the, the, the spheres of culture around it. Ultimately, it begins to touch the land or the region that it's actually planted within and that soil becomes so rich that that apostolic foundation begins to spill out and influence everything around it. This is what it means to be apostolic. And this is why the role of apostles is important. So listen, I hope that this is something you all that helped to give you more insight and revelation on this. Listen, I wrote a new book, Misplaced, Discover Your Purpose in the Prophetic Plan of God. It deals with the importance of not being misplaced as gifts, primarily dealing with the ministry of prophets and intercessors and being able to determine or distinguish the difference between the two um, and unblurring the line so that you understand uh, where you are as a prophetic individual. Maybe this is what I'll do moving forward. Um, I'll take some time and I'll maybe walk through each fivefold gift and give language to what these gifts look like within an apostolic culture. And um, because some people say, well, this is what apostles do. Then what do pastors do? So I'm, I may just take some time to walk through through all of them and help you all understand the functionality of the church. All right, listen, I love you all. Thank you all so much. Those of you who tune in, even I also want to thank those of you who take time to sow into Isaac Watson Ministries. And I want to encourage you to do so. If you've been blessed by this ministry, I want you to visit my website and I want you to uh, to sow a seed. That seed actually helps uh, advance and, and further Church Talk uh, with Isaac because it's not free actually to... Um, to do this, 
Uh, and also, I believe that uh, our ministry, my ministry is good ground. And I believe as you sow that God um, will produce a harvest in your life. So I want to encourage you to do that. And I want to thank those of you who have been doing so. It's been a tremendous blessing to me. And I make sure as I see those seeds come through that I'm, I'm praying for you. I'm asking God to open doors in your life that only he can open. So listen, I love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with me and for tuning in. Until next time, I pray you all be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.